Hey, it's the party. He's Bill Hunter. What happened? It's Bill Hunter. <laughs> Daniel Bruce. The start of the episode? No, we can't we're, be. We're starting it up. No, oh. we're, rolling, we're rolling down that hill. It's time for some more Disney through the decade shorts. We are racing to the end of the start of the party. Well, not the end of the start. Well, I guess I, we're all racing to the grave, technically. Yeah. Much less racing to the end of Tardy the Party. Uh, we're racing to the end of uh, Disney Through the Decades, uh, the, sh the, the the cinematic shorts this on the it. Disney Through the Decades collection on Disney+. Plus. This is our last batch yep. of, yeah, theatrical animated cartoons that Disney put out that were it's shown in theaters. Technically one more after this, but... Well, we'll lump it, it in here. We'll mention it, but it's uh, just the we, same. we won't do an episode on it. It's what? just a bear. It's a cute bear. Well, just lump it in there. Just to, it's just another. Well, we talk about one bear cartoon and the other ones just like the first one anyway. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that? That that that? Because usually every week we talk about. I watched it, but I didn't take notes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because usually every. Oh, here comes that burp. <laughs> the tiniest little burp. Um. What am I pathetic. doing here? If I can't burp properly on air. What are you doing? Air. Good gravy, yeah, man. Usually we talk about six uh, Disney through the decades. We talk about six shorts on every week of when we talk about Disney for the decades when we're talking about the shorts, but there were seven left in the collection, so yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll ramble a little bit about the last one at the end, even though you didn't take notes, but yeah, this is it. This is, yeah, we're in the, uh, the mid-50s, and I, mm -hmm. knowing that today we were going to be talking about the last uh, Disney shorts in the collection, um... I got to wondering, like, I, I've never seen anyone specifically sit down and talk about why showing uh, cartoon shorts before movies kind of died out so abruptly in the 1950s. And uh, reading up last night, I I guess it is just a re really weird combination of this. This is right when TV was becoming a thing, so I think a lot of animation mm. studios decided to start putting their efforts towards making cartoons for TV rather than than for, for movie theaters. And I forgot one of the big things that killed um, cartoons in theaters, too, was the Paramount Decree. Um, this was the thing that most people had forgotten about until last year when this decree was rescinded by the Trump administration. But back for like the first 50 years of the existence of movie theaters, uh, the film studios would own their own movie theaters... Yeah, uh, and they could just show that, like, you would have a movie theater that just pretty much just showed all, nothing but Universal movies or Paramount movies and stuff like that. And even in a situation where I don't think Disney necessarily owned many theaters, but like, there was this thing called well, wasn't there shit distributed through RKO? Ar that's what it is, RKO. But then even then, when you had uh, a studio like Disney that didn't own their own theaters, they would do what was like block programming or something like that, where uh, they would like in instead of today where you know, a studio makes a movie and they just put it out in theaters and it's out there mixed up with a whole bunch of other movies from other studios. Back then, they would be like, okay, we're going to sign a contract with you. With you. You're, you're, you're going to have to, like, if you want like, if you want to show uh, Sleeping Beauty, you're also going to have to show these other nature documentaries that we come out, we've come out with a whole bunch of cartoons and, like, we're essentially going to take over your theater for a whole, you know, like, for, like, good three months or something like that. And they would, they would use the cartoons essentially as an excuse to give people a bathroom break and stuff in between uh, 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 movies and stuff like that. Because, like, yeah, the mm -hmm. theaters were just showing just all day just a marathon of content from any uh, particular studio. And once the, the government stepped in and said that, you know, that's monopolistic shit. Movie theaters should be able to pick and choose what movies and stuff they can show. 
you can't just like you can't, Disney can't just shotgun movie theaters with like you got to show like the mountain of, of of content. And so once those laws got rescinded, there was no more need so, since movie theaters can just pick and choose whatever they wanted to, to, to uh, show from different studios. There wasn't as much need to have like all the extra fillers. You didn't need necessarily need the newsreels, the cartoons, all the extra filler stuff to fill times in between the movies during all this block programming. And yeah, but, I'm, but that wasn't this whole thing. Like I said, it was also yeah, just like the way TV was kind of like threatening movies and stuff like that. Like very quickly in the late 40s and yeah, early 50s, because I think the Paramount decree got rescinded in, like 1948, and by like 1955, I think Warner Brothers hung on longer than everyone else, because I was reading about how Warner Brothers was the actually one of, uh, well, no, Paramount, it's called the Paramount Decree, because Paramount Studios was the first uh, film studio to really kind of go crazy with, like, all uh, theaters going to be showing all their stuff, but I guess Warner Brothers was the other studio that did it really hard and really kind of kept on doing it longer than everyone else, and that's why Warner Brothers was still putting out theatrical shorts later than most of the other companies, um, but, yeah, and so it's kind of funny that, like, I guess the Trump administration, just last year, August of 2020, they decided, just at the height of the pandemic, which is already threatening to kill off theater chains, they just randomly decided, oh, well, we're just gonna, we're just gonna destroy the Paramount decree. Sure, movie the movie companies can now own movie theaters now, and everyone's kind of anticipating Disney, especially that you're gonna have all these theater chains going bankrupt. Like Disney and all these other companies are probably gonna swoop in. And, like, you'll just, we're gonna be back to an era where, like, Disney just has its own movie theaters that they're just showing. Why the fuck would you want that, though? I don't, I, there are some people, but, like, there'll be a thing movie where they. Movie theaters don't make money. Yeah. They make money on their concessions. Well, that's the thing, not that, like, not that the companies, not, not that the studios would come in and buy all movie theaters, but it's a thing where you might have, like, a, there might be a, just a Disney theater in every town from now on. And, like, they, they, if you want to go there and just, like, watch all the latest, more, which I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen because, like, I think it's going to be a longer, longer, slower recovery from the pandemic that most people are assuming. But even then, Disney's already got, like, Disney Plus. And, like, yeah. unless they're going to sh start showing, like, WandaVision and stuff in movie theaters, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it's just funny that, like, we're just, like, we're, like... The whole reason for us suddenly running out of shorts to talk about on this show is because this decree that just got repealed within, like, the, the year we started doing Disney for the decade, so. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so the last, uh, our last batch of cartoons is what? What is it? Let's start with, we got Donald's Fountain of Youth. Okay. The New Neighbor. Uh, Simple Things. Dragon Around. The Grand Canyon Scope. And, and Beezy Bear. With the seventh one, the little bonus thing is Barely Asleep, which... BC yeah. Bear and Barely Sleep are practically the same thing anyway. It's, 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 they're almost kind of, when did, man, when did they come up with, um. That bear. Who's, yeah, the bear character, which that's not even the best Disney bear cartoon. The no? best one is, dun -dun 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 -dun. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the picking up the garbage one. And that, yeah. I'm bummed. If you're going to have any one of the cartoons starring that, like, park ranger character, and that bear, that's the best one to have. That 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 picking up the garbage song is so good. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's not in here. We got two other lesser good bear cartoons. And I should look up when Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera really didn't become a thing until the '60s. So I'm assuming Yogi Bear wasn't until like a decade after this. But it's kind of funny how it's very similar. Well, we'll talk about the bear stuff. We'll talk about the bear because first we got to do Donald's Found and You. We'll go through them quick because whatever. <laughs> 
It's Super so Bowl Sunday it. as we're recording this. We've got to slam through this. We've got our chicken wings ready. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. It's uh, Donald's driving his shitty nephews in his shitty car. He wants to show them the sights in Florida, of all places. Yeah. But they're just reading their comic and not is paying that attention thing? I guess that is a known thing that Ponce de Leon was looking specifically in Florida for the Fountain of Youth. Because I know there was a talk about how they were going to do a Pirates of the Caribbean movie that was about... The character's looking for the Fountain of Youth, and there was going to be a joke. I know they were talking about pitching that, like, oh, they're going to find it in Orlando, Florida, with the whole joke being like, oh, this is going to be the future site where Walt Disney World's going to be built, and they'll have their own Pirates of the Caribbean ride, so it'll be kind of like, I don't know, what the fuck am I talking about? But anyway, they, they go find anyway. the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> Don tries to take the comic away. They throw a fit like real asshole, so he just gives it back. Yeah. And Crappy old car, jalopy car overheat. Yeah, it's the old timey just... that like we have to keep on throwing water in the radio, which I guess cars today still need to. Yeah. 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 So he runs over to the fountain to get some water on it. Next to it is a sign that says, "This spring was mistaken for the fountain of youth by Gray Poupon, 1512." <laughs> and, and that gives him an idea. That gives him an idea. So he rips off the top of the sign, so it just says "Fountain of Youth." He climbs into the fountain. Puts on the baby bonnet he carries with him everywhere. I love cartoon logic <laughs> like that. I saw. I I, I stopped and rewound it just to make sure that like, okay, so he, he just does. And like, he doesn't even have a pocket in his shirt, but then suddenly he's not only got a pocket on his shirt, but he's got a pocket with a giant cartoon baby bonnet in it. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. Well, that Bugs Bunny does that all the stuff. It's rare to see a Disney cartoon character do that though. But yeah. Yeah. And um, then he starts crying out for help, and his nephews come running over. And they, 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 are, they point at the sign saying, Gaga boo. <laughs> and then uh, Uncle Donald's a baby again. A giant adult baby. Yeah. Like just wearing a bonnet and saying, Gaga boo means you're a baby. That's slightly alarming, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is how so, Donald just comes out with his fetish to his nephews. It's like, guys, this is weird, but like, there's a reason why he's got that baby bonnet in his pocket all the time. Yeah. Oh, man. Adult babies. God. I, I hear more about <laughs> adult babies than I've actually seen anything about adult babies. Thank God. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty lucky. Yeah, it was. I don't, most, this is, I, I, I would talk with friends and we would talk about fetishes that we just didn't understand. And we would all agree that like most fetishes, you can kind of at least understand, like even like academically the appeal. But, you know, there's mm -hmm. always going to be the one of those two loose fetishes where you're just like, I don't even understand. And like adult, di adult babies, adult diaper stuff yeah. with me is that's one of the ones where I'm like, I, I don't even under, I that's just completely, I don't even, yeah, that's completely alien to yeah, me. Yeah, no but, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh... uh <laughs> what the fuck to... are we talking about? Let's talk he about takes the comic. again. They take it back. He starts throwing a fit, so they give it back to him. He starts ripping the pages out. And they say, naughty baby, and kind of spank the back of his hand lightly. Oh, and, and then, great, yeah. He makes a great face and starts crying like crazy, <laughs> so that... The nephews say that Uncle Donald's a spoiled brat, and they run off to get a switch to beat him with. Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it's the well, 1950s, why not? Yeah, then while they do that, Donald uh, steals a nearby crocodile's egg, put the bonnet on top of it, and hides. So when they come back, they assume Donald's the, the, is now an egg, and they start crying. Donald thinks that's the funniest thing he's ever seen. Well, and they, the they also specifically know it's an like actual egg and not just a rock, because one of the... You and Dewey and Louie have like a yeah. have a have a match on them for some reason. They flick the match, hide it like a, uh, tuck it behind the egg, and they see that there is actually a living creature inside that egg. And they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's Uncle Donald!" Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, and uh, Donald drags the crocodile over, and she's like, <gasps> and sees that it's actually her egg because she's got two when she's missing one. Oh, oh no, what gonna happen? Oh no, what gonna happen? Well, the croc smacks the shit out of Donald with its tail, <laughs> who lands on t on the nest with the other. That what gonna happen? Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. And then she starts chasing the boys who keep uh, play keep away with the egg. Eventually. It falls in front of Donald and it hatches as the the other egg underneath him and now both the baby crocodiles thinks Donald is their mommy. That's cute. <laughs> so the mommy crocodile chases Donald all over the swamp and the shenanigans leads him up a tree. It bites all the way through the base of the tree, causing it to fall over. So Donald stumbles out of it. The boys are super hyped for Donald to be back. Then the crocodile babies still think that Donald's the mom, so they come up making sounds, and Donald says, Fuck no, get, get, the, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Let's scram. Race off in their car. Yeah. The babies are sad, but the crocodile mom is there and says, Oh, my babies. Literally like says, like, talks out loud. It's yeah. really yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, you can totally it's, tell. But then she, yeah, it's, it's someone, but, someone making a voice like that, but speaking to, a, like, a piece of vacuum pipe or something. Yeah. Yeah. But then she quacks like Donald, and now they're happy. And that's they're that's the end of the cartoon. Obviously, yeah. the product. Somebody at Disney must have gone to Florida on a vacation and came back and like, I got some ideas for a cartoon. Yeah, oh, crocodiles man. and Ponce de Leon. That's what the mm -hmm. that's what the tour lady told us. So let's uh, yeah. So I got a new fetish I want to show you all. <laughs> babe, to see. That's cool. That's there was a baby diaper convention in Florida that one of the animators went to, and that's why he came back. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah. That's how he outed himself to the rest of the cast. He's like, hey, if anyone's into baby play, I'm, I'm the guy you want to talk to. <laughs> Especially baby play, because if you're into if you're into thick, poopy diapers, man, in the Florida heat, swampy heat, that's like where it's Ugh. pressed, because it's all like, oh, grimy and oh, poopy. Oh, sweaty. Oh. So then it's time for the new neighbor. <laughs> the new neighbor. That's the next cartoon. Yeah. Oh, God. A voiceover says basically, uh, when you move in, you gotta try to get along with your new neighbor. And Donald's new Donald's moving in. And this felt like neighbor. this feels like it almost could have been a goofy cartoon, because it's yeah, all about neighborly blah blah blah. It probably was, but then Donald was. They're like, yeah, Donald's the only cartoon any of us care about because he's the only funny Disney character other than Chip we and Dale. Should, we should probably do an episode on all the goofy shorts they didn't put on seriously here, like, man like like today we diet and the smoking one and all the other weird we ones could do like a that. patreon that's just about just to raise money so we could buy the disney through the uh, the, 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 the uh, was it the disney treasures the the mm -hmm. silver box uh dvd sets from like the early aughts yeah buy those and we get all the the, the goofy cartoons but there must be mm -hmm. a super torrent i should look online there's got to be like a super disney like shorts torrent probably but anyway but anyway, Pete's his new neighbor, and he just dumps garbage onto Donald's lawn and then sends his dog over to bury a bone in Donald's flower bed. Yeah. What a dick. Is this the first time we've seen Pete, like, as neighborly Pete's? Where he's essentially, like, proto-goof troop. Like, I'm a talking dog, I'm your neighbor. He's a cat. Is he a cat? Oh, that's right, because he's got the pointed ears, not rounded ears. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Well, but then he's got, like, the hippo teeth like a dog? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, but yeah. No. Uh, Pete comes over and introduces himself, and also to borrow some ice cubes. Alright. <laughs> so Donald says, Sh sure. I guess the idea, because no one needs to borrow ice cubes, so she should be immediately suspicious, but yeah. Yeah, so you're like, I'll bring them back later? Yeah. <laughs> Donald says, sure, opens his fridge. Pete just pulls out a shopping cart and just starts helping himself, takes everything in that dang fridge. Yeah. After Pete leaves, there's a buzz at his door. 
and it's uh, Pete's dog with a note on a plate, and it says, Dear neighbor, I forgot to ask you one favor. And as Donald's reading that note, the dog steals all of his plates and cups. Oh, you dog. That's a oh, cat that dog. owns a dog? Uh, yep. Someone should make a joke about if Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a dog, what a horrible. Anyway. Anyway. So then it's springtime. Donald's working on his yard, or trying to, because keep. Pete keeps borrowing. This is uh, this is one of the weird, sweatiest setups. So he, he goes out to work in his yard with his uh -huh. fence that is for some reason only three inches tall, just so they, like the rest of these gags can work. And for some they, reason, this cartoon has no consistency on the layout of their house. Oh their no, yeah, because like anything. yeah, the way the, sometimes Donald's on the right, sometimes yeah. he's on the left. Well, but then on the so to start this off, I had to rewind this just to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. Pete's just sleeping in the dirt in his own yard, but his <laughs> butt is dressed. He's wearing shorts that look like all the all the shrubs in Bushes. his yard. Yeah. So he's kind of camouflaged for, to to the audience. So he just, he just looks like a giant shrub. But then suddenly Big he wakes up ass. and he's there. And then yeah, he's he's just borrowing all of Donald's tools to like do his gardening stuff. And then he leaves them in the rain. Yeah, he says, like, it starts a thunderstorm, and he's like, hey, neighbor, your tools, and Donald's tools are there. Oh. Do you ever do much gardening? Yeah, I guess some, you know. I grew up. I don't know how hardy garden tools are in terms of, like, rusting or anything like that. I mean, it, it was the 1950s, didn't everything rust? Oh, that's a good point. Well, and also, most kids' toys are already pre -made, made of pre-rusted metal. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, yeah. Yeah. Every... Every metal toy comes with a free tetanus shot. <laughs> Seriously, they should have just been right there on the package with like a little, little, little yeah, little chilled a little hi tetanus. hypodermic needle, yeah. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, later, um, and I'm, I'm impressed by this point that Donald hasn't exploded yet. Because it's Donald Duck, and he's got someone yeah. who's going out of their way to fuck with him. If anything, yeah. you could almost think that Donald, this could have been a goofy cartoon where Donald was the bad neighbor doing all this kind of shit, but yeah. Yeah. So, um... Later, uh, Pete is uh, trimming uh, the leaves on his tree, and they're all blowing onto Donald's yard. And he's like, hey, neighbor, you better clean those up, but they could ruin your lawn. <laughs> so Donald rakes them all up like a madman, throws him in his leaf-burning oven in his backyard that everybody had in the 1950s. Back when everyone, this is such a 1950s thing too. It's kind of funny to think that cartoon like this has already aged a little bit where it's super middle class, everyone's got like a giant house, a giant yard, and mm -hmm. it's all like Edward Scissorhands, like they even show like the whole, sorry the cartoon shows like everyone's got the, their backyards and everything like that and yeah, perfect like little neighborhood stuff and yeah. Yeah. Now these days, no one can there. afford their own home anymore, but yeah. Yeah, and the smoke starts floating over to Pete's freshly hung uh, laundry hanging on the line. He's like smoking his clothes like a ham. When was the last time you saw a laundry line? I was just thinking about that, because this is the first winter where I actually bought myself a couple of sweaters. That's, mm. they're not, they're, they're technically machine washable, but they should be hung to dry. And I was thinking about getting a laundry line. Mm. Um, but, yeah, actually, I think Joshin's put out some laundry on a line a couple times. But, yeah, no, aside from that, though, not since, uh, back when I was a kid, before my parents owned a washer, a washing machine, they would mm. hang dry stuff in the yard. Um, and, I, yeah, um, 
Yeah, I think some of the neighbors did that too. But that was when I was like five. Yeah. In the sense that, but yeah, it's it's not. I in Portland sometimes you'll see that just because like hippy dippy kids, or mm-hmm. hippy hippy hippy, hippy dippy families. But like, yeah, it's not like. Yeah. I no, it's kind of nice though. It kind of shows how yeah. trustworthy you are in the neighborhood. Like, oh, I can just leave my underwear hanging out and like drying in the sun. It is something mm-hmm. nice about like sun dried clothing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. all about like ha- having your wash in the dryer with like a little snuffles. What's the What's the, yeah, snuffles. What's the fabric softener with that fucking bear that makes snuggles. me hard? Snuggles. Uh, <laughs> I love that fabric softener smell of like fresh, warm. How ironic that a fabric softener makes you hard. <laughs> Touche, Daniel. <laughs> that was your box of snuggles. Then instead of fabric softener, it just says Bill Hardner on. <laughs> and like people are like, what the hell's a Bill Hardner? And I'm like, I'm That's Bill. the tagline on the box. Yeah, it's a fabric the picture, softener. It gets I, you hot. And like Snuggles is on the box. He's like he's naked on his side like Michael Jackson or like Burt Reynolds. Just like, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? How you doing with a rose in his teeth? Michael Jackson. What's up? Well, I was thinking like Thriller, but then I realized like Burt Reynolds is more of like, because that was actually Burt Reynolds naked trying to be sexy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about smoked clothes. Yeah. yeah, the smoke goes right into Pete's laundry hanging on the line. Pete doesn't like it, shoves his hose into the leaf burner and angles the water yeah, spraying out of yeah. Donald. While Pete laughs about that, Daniel shoves... Don- Daniel. Daniel. Donald shoves the hose into you projecting a little bit, and... you got your own bad neighbor yeah. over there, yeah. No, eh, my neighbors are alright. You've got, got dogs, dog. so you have to assume that you're the terrible neighbor. No, my... Actually, my... Whenever we let our dog out, if... My neighbor's dog happens to be outside. It tries to slam through the fence. Oh, it's a really? Real... Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. It's a, we... not a cool dog. I know Willie barks, but, yeah. Yeah, I try to keep him. He's not very He's... aggressive, though, it seems. No. Yeah. No, but, uh... And then Donald stabs him in the ass a bunch of times with a pitchfork to send that water out. <laughs> yeah. And he does, mm-hmm. the, he does, like... I'm sure this was a fetish turn-on, because like, he spends... Uh, fucking Pete spends a little while with, like, his baggy, droopy, water-filled drawers to drag it on the ground, leaking water all over the place. Mm-hmm. Every time. All these... Sh- <laughs> yeah. All these shenanigans are causing the rest of the neighborhood to come running. That's what watch. it is. You get to see everyone kind of... Yeah, this is what, in the rest of the cartoon, is what essentially turns into a sporting event, practically. Yeah. 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 Pete bashes Donald on the head with a bat, which becomes a newspaper headline. Uh, there's a, like, t- a news reporter that shows up. And the news reporter is obviously... He's gotta be a caricature of someone. It's such a specific drawing. He's, he's like this really short guy with his giant forehead. Like, I don't know if it's another animator at the studio for that was like a known uh, sportscaster in the LA area, Orange County, whatever the hell this is. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, something's going on here. But yeah, yeah the rest of the cartoon know. is just like a Donald Duck and Peter... Peter? What am I calling him Peter? <laughs> Peter? Peter Dog. Peter Cat. Uh, just beating the shit out of each other while everyone's, like, watching from their, like, the, yeah, yeah, the rest of the neighborhood sitting on the roofs of their houses watching all the shenanigans yeah. go on. Mm-hmm. Peter. And they do a bunch of stuff. I don't, we don't need to go. Yeah, all, just uh, but... apples and hitting yeah. and punching and kicking Donald and killing. Mowing and... Pete's asshole open. <laughs> There's the, oh, you get to good. see, like, Pete's ass is hanging, because he gets his yeah. ass shorn. And yeah. they all kind of go out of their way not to draw a butt crack there. Like, they do a thing like they're in their yards and the neighbors and like there's like bo- a pole boxing metaphor where they're going to the yeah. corner. They build a super fence and it falls over and kills everybody. And that's the end. Yep. Yeah. Pete moves away with his whole house in the back of the truck. And the narrator says, the little fellow has one, but no, what is this? Donald's in a moving truck too. 
Man. So it's a draw, and then it ends. Bah, bah, bah. I hate to say it, one of the nice things that JoJo did. Uh, he renovated our uh, back back porch, back deck, everything a couple of years ago. And one of the things he did, because one of the things in this cartoon is that they build a super, super fence in between their houses mm -hmm. and it falls apart. Like, that got me thinking about how my housemate slash the guy who owns the house. Uh, housemate slash landlord slash friend Joshin. Uh, when, yeah, he renovated the back deck, he doubled the size, the, the height of the fence around the property. <laughs> which, I hate to say it, because it sounds misanthropic as hell, but was fantastic. Because not only we did it, we, our neighbors behind us have a bunch of yappy dogs. So at yeah. least we don't have to, like, we still hear the yappy dogs, but at least, like, they don't see us and freak out every time they see us. But then our neighbors next to us... There's a bunch of hippy dippy teenagers, not teenagers, but they're like kids in their 20s who would go out and like drink and smoke in their backyard. The youths. And, the, the, the youths. And so every time we wanted to go out and grill or do anything on our back deck, we had to like make small talk with these dipshits. But then Joshin doubled, <laughs> doubled the size of the fence and we didn't have to do that anymore and it was mm. great. And then they eventually moved out, which kind of sucks because we're actually friends with the people who live in that house now. And we would actually like to talk to those people. Mm. But it is nice to be able to go out in your back deck and is, you're completely cut off from everyone else. And it's nice to like... And now you can sunbathe naked. Kind of could if I wanted to. That's the best Get thing. Get all them nooks and crannies exposed to the light. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's funny too because JoJo used to have a hot tub back there. So it's funny to think he had a hot tub back there that he would use all, all the time, but with a fence that was short enough that everyone could see what was going on, so he couldn't do anything too risque, I guess. But Or you couldn't put on a show, I guess. But Put on a show. Mm. Yeah, so that's a new neighbor. It's, yeah. it's and now okay. it's time for simple things. Also, the way they describe the writer of the guy that wrote simple things. <laughs> what, what is simple things? I just watched this last... Oh, it just beat shit! Yeah. Oh, it's another it's Pluto cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. it's a Pluto cartoon disguised as a Mickey cartoon. God, nothing ha- it's like they go to the beach! Mm-hmm. There's... Yeah, let's do it quick. <laughs> they go to the beach. They go to the beach, fucking Pluto, Pluto swallows Pluto gets, a clam. He's, he, he gets a clam stuck in his mouth, it eats a bunch of Mickey's food, then it goes away, which uh, alerts a seagull to the presence, so the seagull keeps trying to eat Mickey's bait bucket. That is then, literally uh, the whole cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And then he, bring, yeah. he brings a bunch of his seagull friends... They chase, they chase Mickey and Pluto away, and then it's it's it literally the I'm ocean and eats the fish. I'm scanning through the cartoon now. We're not like skipping over anything. No. I will fully like the first half of this cartoon is just uh, Pluto, the clam that he's fucking with, jumps into his mouth, and he's yep. just doing like gags where he's trying to get food from Mickey, but the clam's in his mouth, so he's eating the food rather than just okay. That's the end of that cartoon. Yeah, it's not very good. Man, simple things. It sucks. Well, fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> that might be our last Mickey Pluto cartoon. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is because the next one, uh, it's Donald Duck. Or no, the next one is it's a uh, Chip it's and Dragon around. And then yeah. Donald Duck and that's the two bears and that's it. So yeah, we've seen we yeah. finally seen our last yeah. Mickey and Pluto thing and it turns out to be yeah. one of the worst cartoons we've ever seen. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Dragon, Dragon around. around starring uh, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale, they're at the dump, reading a fairy tale book. <laughs> Which it's is about cute. knights and dragons. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it is interrupted when he sees a shadow of a dragon in the distance, oh no. Which, I was like, where he are they runs. going with this? Like, what? Like, is he actually seeing a dragon? What the hell? Well, you see a silhouette of a dragon, that's what it uh -huh. is. Yeah. He runs into the tree and says, Chip, Chip, that is a dragon. <laughs> is he dressed like Dieter? Is he dressed yeah. in black leather and he's dancing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there, 
But there's nothing there, so Chip just punches him in the face <laughs> and points at the book. Really? Doing, Jesus Chip? Christ, guys! Yeah. yeah! I thought you guys were buddies! And the shadow comes back, and they ride in the house, and fucking... Dale should get to punch him in the face now. <laughs> yeah, you, you fucker. I told you, asshole. Turns out the dragon is a, uh, like an earth mover. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah, big industrial machine Donald's driving. Yeah. And it's another freeway for your safety. Which, that's 1950s as hell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not that, like... I get... It just has to... Yeah. Something about... I, I, see, I see that, and I'm like, oh man, Roger Rabbit. Mm -hmm. But yeah. He just has to destroy a giant tree stump that the chipmunks happen to be living in to get it out of the way. Yeah. They try to fight back the dragon with rocks and clubs. Donald thinks that's pretty cute and funny. Then he um, gets, they get... Mm -hmm. Oh no, it's just gonna... There's... When they show, like, like there's a beauty shot of Chippendale's tree stump. Uh, I'm wondering if the backgrounds uh, were, of this were either designed by or influenced by whatever work Disney was doing with uh, Sleeping Beauty, because it's like kind of very kind of squared off, kind of very graphic-looking tree stump. Which we're going to get to, because I guess we're going to be talking about Sleeping Beauty sooner than later. But I know the next cartoon we're talking about, with the, uh, the, the Grand Canyon scoop thing, there's a Sleeping Beauty connection that we'll get to in a second. But anyway, but yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, so... They get an idea to dress like knights and attack back, so they put some trash on them, make themselves look like knights, and Chip rides on the It back is a very like cute a image from the thumbnail for the cartoon of, like, Chip is riding Dale's back, and they're dressed like a knight and his horse. Mm -hmm. And it's very... Yeah. But it's still, like, it's a tiny little chipmunk versus a giant earth mover being mm -hmm. driven by a duck. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Donald's all for it, and he's like, oh, they wanna play, huh? Yeah, let's so go to wires war. Up the he wires up the machine to make it breathe fire, but after scaring oh, yeah. him off, he sees it's break time, so he makes bed for the, a nest for the, the earth mover to lay its head down on and go to sleep. So they come out to bonk it. It pretends to die, but Donald brings it back to life, it's... and then it bites him, chomps him up into its mouth, so then they're stuck in there. But they use a pipe to knock out one of its teeth, which Donald just happens to have like a gold tooth or bra Yeah, just randomly, yeah. It's weird they because run. the cartoon kind of jumps back and forth. They do a thing where, like, the joint on the Earth Mover's mouth kind of looks mm -hmm. like an eye that actually emotes sometimes. And so the cartoon's kind of doing this weird thing where they're kind of making the Earth Mover look like it's got its own life and personality, even yeah. separate from what Donald's doing piloting it. It's almost like it's Gundam or something like that. But yeah, like, the, even the fact that, like... Ooh, is this the first Gundam cartoon? <laughs> That's how, when we pimp this episode, that's how we have to phrase it. We talk about it on our last episode of Disney Through the Decades cartoon shorts. We talk about what may be the first Gundam cartoon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's weird because, like, yeah, the fact that Donald has, like, make a little nest bed so the Earth Mover can go to sleep. Like, well, that yeah. is weird. But yeah, anyway. But, but anyway, they eventually pour some tar on it or something. Something, and yeah. It, and it uh, loses all of its teeth and gets sad. Yeah. I don't, it's well, and its more teeth are all it's like... Getting it's getting more whole, animated as it goes. It's doing the whole gra toothless grandma thing where it's like mouth is all caved in because it got no teeth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gumming people yeah. to death. Yep, yep. Just, so it just starts headbutting the stump that they live in. Exactly, yeah. Then they get some wrenches and loosen, like, two screws and the whole thing comes apart. The whole dang thing. I love that, like, Donald chases uh, Chip and Dale down the hill towards their stump in the Earth Mover as it's going, like, 80 miles per hour. Falls apart ch while chasing <laughs> Chip and Dale and, like, just, le like, the, like, like the, the tracks come off and it eventually falls apart. And fucking until there's literally nothing left of the Earth Mover. And Donald goes headfirst into their tree stump 
And the picture of Donald Duck when he's like dazed after hitting his head against the tree stuff. It's this great thing who's got these big teeth and his yellow eyes and these pink stars floating around his head. It's a legitimately great Donald drawing. I wish I almost had a cell of that, but mm. yeah. So Donald has had enough and he gets some sticks of TNT that he circles around the stump. He lights them all, but Chip and Dale snuff them out with a snuffer or an acorn that looks like a snuffer. Yeah. Uh, replace the rungs of his ladder with them. And then they pop a bag behind Donald, but he notices it didn't explode, so he chases them up the ladder. They point out that his ladder's gonna explode, so he kind of uses the ladder of stilts to run away. No, Donald, you're supposed to run away right, from the TNT, not take away. it with you. Exactly. And this is a great thing where he, like, Goes through a multiple explosion. Because I thought it was going to be a thing. He runs over the hill so we can see the explosion. I thought it was going to be one big mega explosion. But instead, mm -hmm. because I guess the TNT is exploding one rung at a time. It's like he's being launched into space one step at a time. Is like each stick of TNT goes off. So he's just slowly like ascending into space. Like one blast at a time. And then suddenly cuts back to Chip and Dale. And one of them has a, the, they've torn the picture of the dragon out of their book. And scares the other yeah. one, and then they laugh, and that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cute. Uh, if that's going to be our last uh, Chippendale cartoon, that's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, uh, just the image, like I said, the, them as knights, as a knight on a horse, is fucking hilarious. I love that thing. It's a great mm. drawing, yeah. It's definitely one of my favorite mm. short thumbnails on the Disney Through the Decades uh, collection. Well, considering but... how bad most of them are, yeah. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, seriously, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, the fucking landing image for the last Mickey cartoon that we did. Again, it's one of those things where I can't tell if it's, like, a terrible redraw or just a terrible screen cap from a terrible freeze frame from the cartoon itself, but... Yeah, yeah. hard to say. oof a do. Hey, this is our first one when it popped up, uh, hey, oh, sorry about this, guys, we really, oh, I think some stuff. changed it, because it used to be, like, almost every cartoon on the service just had a little text in the text block yeah. before the cartoon on the landing page before you actually hit play, had a thing may contain cultural... cultural... Uh, Insensitivities. I yeah, just, I forgot what the wording was, but yeah, just such a warning, like, guys, we're kind of racist with this one. I think they've <laughs> stopped doing that, because I think this is one of the more recent cartoons added to the service. Mm -hmm. And instead of just having that little disclaimer on the text on the landing page for the episode, no, you have to sit through a 10-second disclaimer saying, whoops, we were racist, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and then, and it got, and the fact that you had to sit there for 10 seconds, and then the cartoon starts... Yeah. And, yeah, it's called Grand Canyon Scope. Um, mm -hmm. I guess this was made... I think it was shown in conjunction with, like, Sleeping Beauty. And this mm -hmm. is was one of Disney's first attempts at, like, okay, we're actually going to make a cartoon in widescreen wide to go along with, like, yeah. the format of Sleeping Beauty. So, And that's the joke at the beginning, is yeah. it's a park it, ranger. It, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, the, the chubby park ranger's given a tour of the Grand Canyon, and he tells the visitors, oh, you can spread out because it's CinemaScope. Yeah. Which, I guess they did show this, they cropped this to 4x3 to show in normal movie theaters, and they re mm. they redubbed that line to see, says, it's a big canyon, it's not Canyon Scope. Or, uh, mm. CinemaScope, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Donald's <laughs> also there being super hype about it. Yeah. He tries to throw a rock into it, but he's like, hey, no, don't do that. The, 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 uh, park ranger is he's like if everybody threw a rock in the canyon we wouldn't have much of a canyon left huh again this is something that i wonder like so i assume so somebody must have taken a vacation to the grand canyon because i could totally see that being something that the, the park rangers have to tell people is like i know it's a canyon please don't throw crap in there 
Like, just even, you don't, like, there might be, like, people hiking down below. You don't want to hit them, even everything else aside. Because I'm sure that's one of the first instincts everyone has is to pick up a rock and throw it in the Grand Canyon just to see what it looks and sounds like, but, you know. Have, I, I assume you have not been to the Grand Canyon. I think the Grand Canyon is fake. Because I refuse to believe <laughs> that a giant hole in the ground is that popular. Um, I have been there, and yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm sure it looks You go beautiful. there, and you look at it, you look at it, and you're like, yeah. That's a that's, hole in the ground. That's a hole in the ground. Hey! You that's know a long, what? I, deep I, hole. I'm sure I would be struck by the majesty of a giant hole in the ground if I ever actually saw it in real life. But mm -hmm. it is kind of funny that people make such a big hubbub about a hole in the ground. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <coughs> Anyhow. <laughs> we hate na We hate the majesty of nature. Fuck. Get that yeah. shit out of here. Uh, you know what? People, you know, mm -hmm. you think you think the Grand Canyon is something, but have you seen... My ass crack? <laughs> have you seen my ass crack? I could make it talk <laughs> when I walk. <laughs> I don't want to. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Anyway. I don't know. Donald goes to the. Uh, uh, he sees a uh, racist caricature. Is no, this what the movie's what? about? I, you know what? I think the actual racist thing is not exactly even specifically what you think. It is funny because Donald goes. He sees. He sees a Native American person doing like a sand sculpture. Which yeah. the, the, the picture, the drawing of sand the Native baby. American guy is not like super racist. It's no. just a drawing of an old guy doing a sand thing. And actually, it's yeah. kind of funny that, like, even the park ranger, he doesn't say Injun, he doesn't call it an Indian, he just says, oh, there's that the American, American over there. Don't the bother fact, the Americans. Yeah, yeah, the fact that he has to stop himself and just call it an American, it's kind of a funny, which is funny, because now we just call them Native Americans. But, like, there's nothing inherently racist, that, unless, uh, I'm not Native American, so I can't tell you that's not racist, but that doesn't seem bad. What happens next, like, Donald takes a photo of the guy, oh, and that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's Donald right. grumbles, heads yeah. over to a store where he finds out from a rain dance costume. Which actually so puts it on. seems to look like maybe like an authentic rain dance costume, but then he puts it on and I think that this is actually I think this is a two for one racist joke here. Yeah, go mm. ahead. You took the notes. I should let you oh, pay off that work. It's fine. He dances, then it starts to rain, and then the ranger's like, What the fuck are you doing? Knock it off. <laughs> I wonder. I think this might be a double racist joke because he does the th he starts dancing in the rain costume and he goes, "Oh boy!" It totally turns into a racist. Oh boy, you know the fucking yeah, Indian yeah, shit. Yeah. But then he like as it starts to rain, and then suddenly he starts to do like the Charleston in the rain, mm -hmm. and it's weird because this is like this is like the thing they're doing is kind of like twenty or thirty years out of time. I almost wonder because he's got like. The head of the the, the costume he was wearing is black. I almost wonder if it's supposed to be like a minstrel joke, because he's mm. the way he's shucking and jiving and dancing stuff like in the rain. I might be projecting. I might be projecting my own racism onto the thing. But I almost wonder if it's like a black racist joke too. It's on top impossible of that. to tell. Because it's weird. Because like there's like yeah, unless that tune he's dancing to tune. It's not like he's suddenly dancing but like it's singing in the rain, which is funny because singing in the rain was probably made like a year before this, so it wouldn't have been a pop culture joke yet. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but like I, I'm assuming that's the big racist thing because that's the only other like specifically like ra like racial thing that's in the cartoon. But mm -hmm. anyway, but yeah. Anyhow, Anyhow. Donald heads to Echo Canyon. He sneezes and it sneezes back, and then it says "Gazuntite" to him. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. A nice yeah. painting though. Uh, the, the the Sleeping Beauty connection I meant to make a note of earlier was all the backgrounds for this were painted by Ivan Earl, who did all the backgrounds for Sleeping Beauty, which are all beautiful i love that stuff mm -hmm. and he does good background paintings here 
Um, so they all get on some burros and head down to the Grand Canyon with Donald taking flash photography the whole way. Because when you're outside in nature, make sure your flash is on. That's a good point. I get mean, rid of that natural fair, light. Get out of here. Because mm. this is painted by Ivan Earl, for some reason, everything is kind of dark and gothic looking, despite it supposed to be as being the Grand Canyon in the middle of the day. Everything is like all blue and dark blue and blacks and stuff like that. Because I guess Ivan Earl is completely incapable of, of drawing something that looks like bright and cheerful, but you know. Mm -hmm. They stop at the halfway point. Donald asks the park ranger to take his photo, which he does. It blinds the burrow because he just points it right at the burrow's face and snaps it. So now it stumble bubbles around, almost murdering him and Donald. At one point, Donald falls down right into the park ranger's arm, and the ranger's like, where's your burrow? And Donald says, it's up there. So he's sent to go get it back. Donald finds his tail hanging out of a cave, starts pulling on it. The ranger comes up, and he's like, let me handle it. <laughs> I love the voice for that. The park ranger voice is fantastic, yeah. I don't know who that is, but it's such a specific voice, yeah. Is it the same guy that does the white rabbit? That makes sense, because, like, it's one of those voices that, like, it's not unique to that character. But I do love a cleage. No, I'm going to say. Um, man, they should have pulled out Pete the Puma. Because he does pull out, yeah. it's almost like Lambert the Lion that we just talked about in the last episode. But, oh, man, Pete the Puma. There's so a lot of cartoons good. that this Puma is in that didn't get put on the Disney through the decade service. Exactly, yeah. So. But it's there, and the, the ranger's like, there hasn't been a lion around here since the Civil War. And then it puts on a Civil War's hat. It's, it's and, very old. And life. the park ranger whist whistles Dixie. Mm -hmm. A little weird joke, too. I, you know, yeah. Maybe that's racist, too, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. So uh, uh, It's culturally insensitive, it, at least, yeah. Chases Donald all over the Grand Canyon with the ranger trying to enforce the rules, putting Rock back where they were supposed to be, no running on the trail, and eventually they get tangled up in some ladders and stuff, which whip around all over the place. And I, I do like the line where the park ranger's tangled up with them. And the rest of the tour is standing there waiting for him. And he says, don't wait any longer, folks. Run for your lives. <laughs> yeah. And they all flee. They knock over everything, sending people and animals running out of the Grand Canyon. A dinosaur. I love that one shot there. where everyone comes running up out of the Grand including the dinosaur. That's like one random joke of like, it almost felt like a Warner Brothers cartoon joke. Because it's so mm -hmm. random. And like, you do have like, I do like, you got Native Americans running out there. But they're not like cartoon they're not like, you know, fucking Peter Pan fucking Tiger Lily Indians. They're just like Oof. dudes who just ride yeah. out, which I'm a pre again, I'm assuming someone must have taken vacation uh, in the Grand Canyon, took photos of the actual Native Americans out there. And I'm like, okay, let's just base the cartoons, uh, the, the Native Americans in this cartoon just off the people in these photographs. We don't have to like do some kind of big racist thing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now the Grand Canyon's so, all filled out. in because yep, I guess everything collapsed so thing. hard. Yeah. Yep. And the rule book states that they gotta fix what they destroyed, so they gotta start digging. Donald yeah. and the lion, so they start digging. That's it. it. That's the end of the car. And That's the camera it. pans out, it looks like the surface of Mars. Mm -hmm. Because the Grand Canyon's been painted in. And yeah, this is also the first cartoon we've seen with, like, like the new kind of stylistic 1950s Formica-looking beginning and end credits, too, which is mm. kind of interesting. I don't know why they suddenly decided to... Uh, change how the cartoons look at the beginning and uh, for the intros and outros, just as as they were stopping the shorts program. But yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. So now it's time for Busy Bear. Oh yeah, the last two cartoons. This is it. This is yeah. Uh, yeah. Our two last cartoons on the Disney Through the Decades collection is yeah about this bear I heard, dude. That, I had a, this one on VHS for a recorder off a of TV at some point. I've always liked this. Oh one. really? Anything? Yeah. These bears are great. I. 
I have a distinct memory of like uh, frame by frame slow motioning this huh. animation to watch it. Well, just the animation throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 pretty good. I forgot because I remember they had cartoons with this park ranger. I know it's kind of funny because I know the park ranger is usually in a park like this. It's kind of weird that he was. I guess he was first introduced as a park ranger at the Grand Canyon because every every other cartoon I've seen him in is with the, these bears at like Yosemite or something like that. Um, I always love the dynamics of these cartoons where, like, <laughs> the park ranger is super ineffectual, and he's like this twinkle-toes guy who has no real... His only authority over the bears is just that he's a park ranger, but he's not actually a threatening... He's, he's not actually... he Like, these bears could eviscerate him at any second. But the bears are such big, goofy guys that they don't understand that, like, they're animals who could destroy this park ranger in a moment if they wanted to. Yeah. It's this almost weird, like, workplace thing where, like, the bears are just really sloppy employees of the park. And and and, and the park ranger is just their, like, ineffectual boss. Which yeah. is a funny dynamic in all these cartoons. But, yeah, I'm sorry, you you, you did no, the blow-up. This is the last blow-up I blow for a Disney shorts we have. I should let you talk. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Donald's making honey, uh, checking his hives. But there's also a bear checking the hives. Donald says good morning to him. And then he's like, oh, shit, a bear. That bear runs away, chased by the bees into a pond where he where dives Donald's under. Donald's got, like, he's going through his, bee there's, like, it's 80% pure. That's later. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is just Donald's Just this basic setup, okay. Yeah. And the, the bear running and hiding in the pond where he uses a reed to blow, to breathe and shoots the bees away by splashing. Okay, that's what it is. So yeah. Donald marches over to the ranger station and I love, it's just like when somebody yells off mic in a podcast, it's funny <laughs> listening to this inside voice of Donald yelling at the park ranger that the exactly, bears are yeah. stealing his honey. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, anything that so, plays with audio is always a good time, yeah. Yeah. They go outside, and the ranger calls the bears over, tells them this is their neighbor, Mr. Duck. Well, the bears are going through the garbage cans out behind the park ranger station, just, like, forging, and it's pretty great mm -hmm. that, like, the park ranger doesn't care that they're, like, raiding in the garbage cans. He just, yeah. He calls them mm -hmm. to order with his whistle. They all, like, yeah, they're, like, park employees. They suddenly get in line. They're all like, oh, yeah, okay. Let's. They don't talk, but, like, I love that they're so worried about appeasing this park ranger. Yeah. I also like how they do the voices of all these guys as a group. There's just a whole bunch of dudes going. And yeah, just even the design of the bears too. I like they're not super anthropomorphic. I mean, they're standing up and, you know, acting like people, but they still have the big long claws and the super like long ape arms. And each bear's got a very specific design. And yeah, they're just like big, dumb dad bears. That's It's just fucking great. They have the big like snouts with like the big lip fringe that kind of makes them look extra just kind of dumb and disheveled and they're very cute very appealing character designs yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> the ranger's like somebody's been trying to steal mr duck's honey and donald says it's a bear and hey the ranger's like ah, ah, ah you only think it was a bear so he has them line up in a uh, like a, a, a police lineup donald looks at them all the one guilty bear who came running up a little bit before this all yeah. wet and he and the ranger's like why are you always wet because he, he claims he's always taking a bath. Yeah. So uh, he has a terrible poker face, just sweating his ass off his That's the thing. The like, again, he has no reason to have this be, be this this concern because he's a fucking bear. But yeah. like, he's so worried he might get busted by like the park ranger. Yeah, it's cute. Mm -hmm. yeah. And but Donald's Donald's bear racist and says they all look alike, <laughs> and they Jeez. just gasp and hold their hands. Yeah. Their mouth. Oh, oh no! Can't believe it. So then there's now there's a line on the ground. 
park ranger says, this is our side of the line, that's the Donald side of the line. Don't go on Donald's side of the line. Because everything that over there belongs to Mr. Man, imagine so they go to their respective signs, and Donald puts up a massive World War One barbed wire fence. Yeah, it's like the curly Q, like, yeah, barbed wire yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. And then later, the bear is looking at Donald's honey, just wistfully as Donald samples the honey, saying, Oh, mm-mm, 80% pure, 90% pure, yeah. 100% He's almost pure. doing it at the top of the bears, because he's so like, Mmm, such delicious yeah. honey. Oh, he keeps going, <laughs> <laughs> Bear. When that bear's freaking out about anything, it's always good times because it's so like, oh my god, oh that bone, that honey looks so good. Oh, boo boo boo, yeah. Mm hmm. Isn't so, there a thing uh, where we see like one of the bees too? And we see that's the same bee from the Let's Stick Together cartoon? No, no this is just the dots, bees, dots. Okay. I thought there was something about Okay. So, uh, the bear gets a no swimming sign from the pond and uses it to prop up the barbed wire so he can sneak under it. He calls the bees over with a bouquet of flowers, and then he puts a barrel on top of that and kind of taps the sides of it so they all buzz inside of there and make noise so he knows they're in there, I guess. So he picks up a hive, starts to walk away, but they stop making noise, so he pulls the cork out and they shoot out of there? What? I, <laughs> yeah, what? Okay, weird. yeah. His car I guess he's a dumb bear. Shit, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a dumb bear. Then they chase him, he goes back to the pond, hides in there, splashes it away, shoots him underwater by splashing it. Ranger waddled by. He pretends to be taking a bath, and he's boy, you're a clean bear. Forehead, you know, his way. Bear goes back over to does a taunting dance. I distinctly remember doing this one in slow motion, frame by frame. Cause he does the whole thing of just like yeah, he's lots just of like, faces and shit. Yeah, and like 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 stretches stretches his cheeks out and just all kinds mm -hmm. of. It's just fantastic character animation. Yeah, 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 better better than this cartoon deserves. Yeah. Yeah, the bear, the bees come flying over and he catches them all in a trash can, but they're going so hard they rip out the bottom of it, but he doesn't notice. Slams the trash down, can down on the ground and stomps on it. Goes over, picks up a hive, hears a noise, turns his head, and all the bees just shoot into his mouth. And make a great sound when they do that. <laughs> yeah. I... Bits... Mm -hmm. This is like, I always wonder, like, this is like, right here at the very end of the Disney short stuff, I always kind of wonder if they felt like, like, like a little bit of one-upsmanship with the Warner Brothers stuff. He's like, this is so, oh, this is like a legitimately a physical cunny. There's, there's something like, there's, <sighs> the, the physical comedy in this thing is so good. It's like, like Warner Brothers quality, like, yes, whip crack yeah. smart. Uh, All the bear stuff is really good. Yeah, the yeah, personality of the bears guy, are so great. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I wish this was a bigger, more popular uh, string of uh, shorts that they had. They done, did quite a few because they there's did quite a Donald's few. Hunt, like, hunting the bears too. Not a lot of people, even Disney fans, necessarily like kick and scream about these cartoons, despite them being some of the funniest shorts that Disney ever did. I think they're mm -hmm. definitely even among Disney fans even uh, underappreciated. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't think they have a walk around character of this bear, but they should have. Yeah, him. I guess the country bears kind of co-opted like this kind of like because yeah, I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, the bees start chasing him again, uh, and the ranger finds the sign holding up the fence and says, "This is in your fence post," and moves it away. Bear runs, dives, makes a great face as he's diving towards <laughs> the. The barbed wire fence that he crashes through, leaving yeah. some hair tufts about the, the remnants of the barbed wire. Just enough evidence through. to, yeah. Just enough evidence that the ranger, when he comes by, picks it up and puts it on top of his head and says, Not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> like a little I wig. Know, are, I don't know if toupees are just so good now you don't notice, or if toupees are not a thing anymore. Yeah. 
That's I never like I've seen a lot. There's been plenty of examples in my life where I've seen people like make fun of someone else's toupee. I'm like I had no idea. That just they just I just thought they had a shitty haircut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. One of my favorite. You know how did how did that no uh how it's made the uh, yeah the podcast the show no 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 sure the show that oh, yeah? used to be on Sci-Fi Channel. How it's made. It's oh, just, how it know. just how it's made exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the John Ratzenberger, but I know exactly what you're talking about. No, there's a show that uh, the episode on tequila, specifically, <laughs> yeah. has this one dude in it who has the legit worst hairpiece I've ever seen. Like, he was like, "Oh man, they're gonna show me making tequila." I think it's tequila. Oh no, you think they're they like he me... actually went out of oh, his yeah, way yeah. to. Yeah. How it's made tequila. Hold on, I'll sh I'll show you exactly because I got it right now. Oh man, uh, dude has the worst hairpiece I've ever seen in my life. Like Have it's you... not even a hairpiece; it's just a full-on wig. It's 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 bananas how bad it is. Uh, yeah, just do a YouTube oh, yeah, search I'm already for how that it's video. made tequila. Yeah, it's literally the first thing that pops up on. And um, it's it's four minutes and twenty seconds in. So Sega. get blazed and, and watch this dude's worst Naka. wig of all time. Sega Nakayama. Is that the guy's name? Um, huh? there, what are you talking about? Have you ever seen the guy who ran uh, Sega in Japan uh, during the 80s and 90s? Uh, type in Sega Nakayama. Uh, it's not a... It's, it's comb over rather than a toupee. That guy's comb over is fucking... Who the fuck was that? He looks like a Looney Tune. He looks like fucking Three Stooges character. That dude, like, I can't believe this is the guy who ran Sega into the ground. He he was like president mm. of Sega all throughout the nineties and until Sega. How do you spell uh, that last name? It is. Oh my god! But yeah, the tequila thing's how, pretty. How do you, how do you spell his last name? Uh, Nakayama. N a k a y a m a. Nakayama. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you just type Ooh, in... Ooh, that's a beautiful comb over. Yeah, that co and it's also good. Like, mm. most of the photos online are of him as a little bit younger in the early 90s. When, mm. like, around the 2000s, when his hair got even thinner. Like, who do they think? Like, this is the guy who... No wonder Sega went out of business. If this is the kind of guy you thought, like... He thought he was, like... Fooling anyone with that comb over? It's fucking astounding. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I I can't imagine being in a business meeting with that guy and, and being able to take him seriously at all, because it's just... Oh, Jesus, buddy. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the bear sneaks back up into a bush, puts a grabs a hose, Donald's hose, puts it in the end, one end in the end of the hive, goes back to his bush, and starts trying to suck up that honey with a hose, and man, whoever animated this really loved drawing his sucking face. Cause yeah, because it's... It is detailed. <laughs> So, okay, I'm watching the tequila thing. Especially if you jump at, like, it's the 4 minute 30 second mark. I'm assuming yeah. it's the guy who runs the tequila thing. Is that even a hairpiece or just a really bad it's wig? just a really bad wig. Because he's got this wig. mullet wig thing on. This guy is obviously, like, 60 or 70 years old. His hair would not... Okay, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, uh, so, uh, Donald Bear. notices the hose, the, then the honey bouncing along. The inside the hose so he starts sucking it back and then they have a sucking battle who can suck the hardest <laughs> That's just weird all of a sudden a brazzers logo pops up in the lower right exactly the screen. Yeah. He's like oh no <laughs> oh man the ranger sees the bear stops sucking uh and that causes the honey to fly back out and sends donald flying into a hive and get all sticky 
Donald hooks the hose up to a faucet, turns it on full blast, and is like, You want the honey? Here's your honey! The bear waits for the bouncy blob of water to come slamming into his mouth, but the park ranger comes up and is like, Give me that! And then takes it from him. Then Donald comes over and they start pushing the hose off on each other as the bear's freaking out more and more. And then he grabs it away from him, opens his mouth wide, and the water slams out, that sends them all flying into the pond. Where drawing? The That's such perfect timing. That drawing of the bear opened his mouth, and then uh -huh. where they hold the pose for just like half a second of anticipation is so great, because yeah. it's just, you know, he's in for a world of hurt. The way mm -hmm. that he's just, and then he gets blasted, and that's the end of the cartoon. Yeah. And well, they are all hanging out, sitting in the pond, all wet, and the ranger sit, bonks him on top of the head and says, "You take too many baths." And then Donald says, Sah! and he bonks him too. That's it. So that's yeah, it. That's, that's in that cartoon. And there's there's one more short the, the, about a bear trying to hibernate, hiding in Donald's house, trying to sleep in there, and it's it's cute. It's literally the actually the only thing I thought was remarkable about the cartoon was. Uh, some of the backgrounds, they actually, uh, especially when the, uh, at the beginning when they show the bears uh, trying to hibernate in their cave, uh, instead mm -hmm. of, like, hand-painted uh, yeah, backgrounds, they too. use, like, photographic, looks like they yeah. ripped out pages from, like, an, uh, a color encyclopedia from, like, 1950 and use that for, like, the stonework texture of their cave. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like a photographic collage rather than a painting. But, yeah, that, it's, it really is just this bear trying to hibernate. He get, gets kicked out of his cave and... Uh, like, yeah, he happens upon, uh, I guess Donald's the park ranger there, and and so he's, like, trying to sleep inside Donald's house, because that's where it's warm, and he eventually just, he dresses up like a giant baby, and so the, 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 his bear clan will take him back, and that's how he gets back in good with his bear clan, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, but this is the same bear character from the, 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 the cartoon right before this, but it's cute. So there's, but... yeah, there's seven, seven bears... Or seven bear cartoons that this bear did. Was oh, okay. Free the bear. I was say it's uh, not a ton. There was definitely a series, but it's not like yeah, there wasn't a bazillion of them. No. Yeah. He, he, it's a good what's bear. the What's yeah. the garbage one? Uh, in the bag. In the bag. Dun, 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 that was the last dun, one he was in from nineteen. Oh, that was the last one. That's the best one. Is that mm -hmm. song? It's yeah. so infectious. Oh my god. Yeah, just like Disney was really getting crackerjack with those cartoons and. And then they were like, Fuck yeah, they were it. actually their their cartoons are actually getting pretty funny, and then they kind of just stopped. Yeah, because you think cartoons. I guess maybe like I wonder if they were like I kind of wonder what the shorts team was doing. I mean, I guess I mean Disney was still knocking out the theatrical movies, so maybe I guess all the the people working on the cartoon shorts. Well, then also I forgot that like because Disney was moving into TV, they had the Disneyland TV show. Well, yeah, you did have animated segments, custom animated stuff for, like, uh, the Mickey Mouse Club, and there's the Disneyland TV show, which, that's that's also looming on our future, where they would do, like, hour-long, not documentaries, but, like, things about, like, this is going to be Man in Space, and there would be all kinds of animated intros for that and animation of showing, like, this is what we think living on Mars will be like in 1987, yeah. and so I guess maybe the shorts... Uh, crew was like doing that stuff again after all this, Maybe. but yeah. So that's the shorts. We're all done. Is... Now there's nothing but sadness and mediocre movies <laughs> for us left to watch. That's the end of an era. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of like part a side. Is yeah, we've only got a couple of like golden age Disney features left too. Then after that, yeah. it's just like. Yeah. The vast wasteland of the 60s and 70s. Well, Pollyanna's and coming up. I don't know about that one. Davy Crockett spinning Marty. Fucking. Yeah. 
old yeller, the shaggy dog. Oh, like, that's going to be a watershed moment. Like, do we do the shaggy dog? Because we know yeah, it's not a... going to be any good. As the shaggy dog is before Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, well, not that we'll Sleeping Beauty's that great. Sleeping Beauty I is love beautiful. Sleeping... I think you'll like Sleeping Beauty more I... than you remember. Sleeping Beauty Cause... is gorgeous, but the plot I don't give a shit about, but... But you might have also never seen it, too. Yeah, that's true. Because all these Disney movies we've watched so far, you're always like, you know, I don't think I've actually seen this. <laughs> so what do you think our next Disney thing is? Are we going to try to do the Robin Hood thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. that's going to be real. Yeah, because then after that, yeah, it would be Robin Hood and Peter Pan, I guess. Robin Hood is and Peter Davy Crockett in there? Uh, Davy Crockett's in I think it's later. I, in okay. terms of, like... Non, in terms of like non uh, documentaries, it's Robin Hood, Peter Pan, uh, Twenty Thousand okay. Leagues Under the Sea, yeah. and then okay. there's yeah, th then we get the stuff where they were uh, pre-opening report from Disneyland Man in Space story. Yeah, which Detroit, th that's the stuff I'm talking about. That's this is the kind of stuff that started replacing the shorts where yeah. animation filled like educational things about like. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we will. Maybe we'll. And we'll talk about that. Later. We'll talk yeah, about we'll, when we get we'll to that get stuff. We'll yeah. get you, we'll, we'll, we'll. Um, there's not too much of that stuff that was taken from the Disneyland show. A pre-opening report from Disneyland, Man in Space, and Story of the Animated Drawing. I think that's one of the few. I think the Plausible Impossible, and Mars and Beyond are the only other two. Yeah, there's like five of those Disneyland segments that are buried within the rest of the stuff. But anyway, so yeah. I have yep, no idea what I'm talking about next week. Ah, that's I didn't because, like I said, we're recording this this episode and last the last Disney through the decades episode back to back. So as you're listening to this, uh, you're you're a couple weeks in the future. So I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be talking about next week after this. Yeah, I yeah. like in the last episode I was threatening to do like Chunky Express or something like that. So assuming we have just done Electric Boogaloo, I guess I would be this would be right around the time I would be trying to actually watch some real new stuff but we'll see we'll see so he's modern on twitter i'm the grumpy turtle on twitter tardy podcast on twitter tardypodcast.com gives the shares around all that stuff next time it'll be something this time it was shorts i got nothing else billy got anything else how do we today we mourn mm. a stooge how do mm. <laughs> i'm mm. trying to figure out like how to wrap up the fact yeah that's that that is you know i think i think we should take a little pat on the back a little self-congratulations is in order the fact mm. that, like, within a year, we have done all of the shorts on the Disney Through the Decades collection on Disney+, Plus, which yeah, is not inconsiderable. Because, yeah, cause how many episodes do you think we've done of just the Disney shorts? Like, maybe a dozen? Well, this will be, like, 14? 14? And, like, like six that, yeah. cartoons per episode? That's a good, mm -hmm. like, that's a better part of 100, ep 100 cartoons that we've talked about. Yeah. Spanning, like, three decades. And all <laughs> yeah, within a year. That's yeah. pretty good. That's, that's... Yeah. God, yeah, that's a lot of shorts. And I think we've done... That was legitimately the whole reason we started doing this, because we thought it would be kind of interesting and educational to chart the progress of Disney shorts throughout the those 30 years, and that definitely was interesting just to seeing, like, how we started off with Steamboat Willie and we wound up with f awesome, funny bear cartoons. Yeah, we only had to sit through one Goddess of Spring. <sighs> La <laughs> well, I was reading about the dis history of the Disney shorts... And I saw that the one shorts that... Uh, did we even talk about this when we talked about the cartoon itself? But the one Disney short that Disney always regretted was the... the was it the Golden Touch? 
It's the King Midas one. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know if I realized this when we talked about it, but was the last actual cartoon actually directed directly by Disney himself? Mm. And he hated the way it turned out so badly. He really, because I think he was like, oh, I, well, I, I guess for a while Ten he was like, okay. Minutes. He wanted to like, he was like, oh, well, obviously I'm going to direct Sleeping Beauty. And so he's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to direct this little cartoon about King Midas to get mm -hmm. my chops together to like, as a little bit of just stuff, break myself in. And that cartoon turned out so badly. He was like, no, I'll produce <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, but I can't be allowed to direct because this cartoon yeah. I made was so bad. So it's kind of funny to see that in context with everything else that came before and after something like that. And mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was really cool to see the ebb and flow of, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, of all these cartoons. It was really cool. Now, especially now that I'm, I'm playing Hades, it's kind of funny to think about the Goddess of Spring, because that's all about Hades oh, yeah, and Persephone, yeah. and just like, yeah. I forgot, it's the Hades who's like in red underwear, singing, oh, yeah. Persephone, it's just so stupid. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, well, I gotta do a drive-by birthday party for one-year-old, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you just literally yeah. just whip the pre- I, well, actually, I gotta get, yeah. I gotta go watch Throw the Throw it out the window. So yeah, we'll drive by birthday party. Sounds no, it's like, basically what is that? just it. No, it's just a, it's a social distance birthday party for yeah. a one year old. One year olds don't know, so you basically just drop the stuff off with, with your car. It's funny, my friend Dylan, her kid's like one year old today too. So yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll let you go. Anyway, we'll do stuff. We'll, we'll be Bill's back gonna next go week. watch footballs, and I'm gonna go do uh, family stuff. So uh, okay. until then, turn you home pop culture. Uh, Take care, guys. So long, everyone.